Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to this week's episode of Regardless of Reputation. I am Sarah, your host. If you're new around here, I am so glad that you're here, and I hope you hit that subscribe and follow button to stick around for future podcast episodes. Today, we have a super fun guest. It is one of my good friends, Elise, and I absolutely adore her. She is fantastic and an amazing human, so I'm so excited to have really great conversations with her. Uh, She is a college student at UC Santa Cruz, which is in California, if you're unfamiliar with the area. We talk all about what it's like going to college during a pandemic, what it's like having virtual classes, sorority life online, um, so many good topics. We talk about following your passion, turning it into a career, and we talk about just so many things in between, and she's actually never been in a relationship before, so we talk about that, and we talk about her thoughts on relationships And it's just so great having her here and having her be a part of this podcast. Uh, But before we hop into that episode, I just wanted to give you a few random life updates, TV recs, you know, all the good stuff, Um, a few songs that I've been loving lately, and yeah, and to say happy birthday to my dad because it's his birthday today. I know he always listens to all my episodes, so shout out to you, dad. Happy birthday. Thanks for being born. Um, I appreciate it because I'm only here because of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so first things first, TV shows that I have been loving lately. I have been actually watching uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which has been really good. I'm on, I think that there's only two seasons or like, no, there's four seasons. It's like part one, two, three, and four. Um, and so I think I'm on part two and so it's good, a little weird, uh, but good. And so that has been fun. It's fun because it's like actors that I've never seen before or don't like recognize offhand. So it's fun to get to like see new people acting and things like that. And then I have also, I finished watching Upload, which was on Amazon Prime. And it's kind of like a funky little TV show. And the actor who's in it, who's the main character, he was in, I think he was actually in Mean Girls, like one of the cool guys. And then uh, he was also in a movie with Ashley Tisdale. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the one where her dad's the architect and she wants to go to that party with the cool girls and he's like, plays, I think his name's like Robbie uh, Meal or something in real life, not in the movie, but he's like one of the cool guys and they, she, he like, she sneaks out to his party at his house and blah, blah, blah. Um, if you can remember what that movie's called, <laughs> let me know because I cannot. Um, but the show itself upload is really cute and some people have said it's like kind of like a the good place spin-off but i don't know i think that they're very different um it's like by no means the same like production level of the good place i think the good place is so like beautifully done and i think that upload is like very cute and it's a little cheesy like my mom watched one of the episodes with me and after she was like <laughs> that was so cheesy which It kind of is, but it's also very cute, so I would recommend it. There's only 10 episodes in all of it. I don't know if they're having another season or not come out, but I think that they are, Um, so you can definitely do that. That's like kind of a quick watch because there's only one one season and 10 episodes, and then I decided to like tear up my heartstrings and restart Grey's Anatomy, which I haven't seen. I'm like not current because I haven't seen season 15 or 16 because it just like I I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't bring myself to do it. I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I just, 
couldn't get myself to watch it. Like, I just felt like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll try and rewatch it, but I'm starting it again, and I think I'll probably honestly only watch to, like, season five because I feel like those are, like, the best seasons, which I'm a little, I don't know. I do. I hate to say that because it's such a great show, but those are my favorite seasons at least. And now that they took Friends off Netflix, I know that's like, you know, happened a while ago, but I miss it every day. Um, I don't have like casual viewing. And so I think Grey's Anatomy is like my new casual viewing while I'm like cleaning my room or doing that kind of stuff. And speaking of rooms, I have to say I am currently under my heated blanket, which is amazing. Uh, my best friend gave it to me for my birthday, which was so great because it is keeping me warm. It's pouring down rain outside and I have my cup of coffee and it's the best. I also just wanted to talk quickly about songs that I'm loving. Honestly, if you guys don't listen to J.P. Sachs, you are missing out. His voice is magic. I swear to God. It's so beautiful. Every single song he sings, he just came out with a song um, with, it's called Line by Line. Okay, it's either with Kelsey Ballerini or with Lauren Elena. I can't remember which one. Sometimes I get them mixed up. Um, they both are amazing though. And it's so good. It's called Line by Line. And then he also, a couple months ago, came out with a song with Maisie Peters called Maybe Don't, which also is amazing and uh, I love his song three minutes honestly I just love JP Sachs I think he's such a good singer and then and writer I love the way his songs are written and coming from someone who writes and does poetry and things like that like I just absolutely love 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 the way that he thinks and writes and just think he's incredible um, and then I also have been loving Gracie Abrams um, her song 21 I think it's like a year old or something but I really love that and then also Mackenzie Porter, uh, she has a song called The One, which came out a couple months ago, and I'm obsessed with that. It's been so good. Also, I love everything that she sings, so um, she has a song about you, which is one of my favorites. It's so good. If you guys have any song recommendations, I am all ears. You can DM me on Instagram at regardless of reputation, and I would love to chat music or books. I am looking for a good book recommendation. That I haven't found a book that I've been like obsessed with and I'm really looking for one. I think that I want to read Atomic Habits. Um, that's been on my list for a while so maybe I'll start that but I'm so down if you guys want to send me some book recommendations. I would absolutely love to hear what you're reading and loving because I need a good new book. So yeah and then what else? Other life updates. Um, I'm planning a trip to Joshua Tree at the beginning of next month with my best friend and She's been in my COVID squad since day one, so she is going to drive down there with me. It's just her and I, and we rented an Airbnb, so we're going to road trip down there together, go to Joshua Tree. We're, like, not even going to interact with other human beings besides each other, so we are going to do it as safe as possible. Of course, I take COVID very seriously, and I hope that you guys do too, so we will, you know, do everything we can to take every precaution possible um, to stay safe, and I get tested every two weeks. Um in California, they have a really great like testing system. So, um, I just get tested every two weeks and it makes me just feel better and feel more secure in keeping the people around me safe because I love y'all and want everyone to be happy and healthy. So anyways, I think that that's pretty much all the updates that I have for you right now. Um, I have been casually virtually dating so I will give you guys updates on that I've gone on a virtual date 
a couple times with the same guy, so I will keep you posted if anything happens with that. Um, but it's been fun to just like meet new people and get to kind of like date again because at the beginning of 2020, I had like told my friends, I was like, I'm gonna get back out there, I'm gonna date again, I'm gonna casually date, I've never casually dated in my life. Uh, I wanna meet new people and see what's out there, see what I like, what I don't like, and all that kind of stuff. And then with COVID, that was a joke and a half, and so I didn't date at all and um, like have barely dated throughout quarantine because it's just such a weird sitch. I would love to hear like how dating's going for you guys. Uh, if you're virtually dating or if things are open where you are, because like right now where I am, like near San Francisco, there's not even like outdoor dining or anything like that. And even when it was open, I wasn't super comfortable with going. So, um, you know, it's kind of like so hard and weird to date right now. But I would love to hear like how that's going for you guys. And if you're doing it, if you're not, if you found a boyfriend or girlfriend during COVID, I would love to hear your experience because I know that we are all struggling with that. At least I am personally. I don't know about you guys, but yeah. So email me and tell me your COVID dating stories. You can email me at regardlessofreputation at gmail.com. So I hope to hear from you guys about that. So anyways, please send in your dating stories if you have any during COVID. I would love to hear about all of that. And then I'm going to stop talking now about all my life updates and get to the episode with my friend Elise because I'm so, so excited for you guys to hear it. It is such a good one. So without further ado. Okay, welcome Elise to the Regardless Reputation podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. And Elise is actually one of my good friends that I have known for... We met okay, when I was a senior in high school. When you were a senior in high school. So it's been a few years. <laughs> That's so exciting. Also, uh, excuse my voice today. I hate that um, I sound like this. I also don't even have my podcasting mic with me. I'm just recording on my computer audio because my mic is elsewhere and I wanted to record. We've had a heck of a time trying to get our schedules to line up, so I oh, wanted yeah. to take the chance when I had it. So I'm going to stop talking real quick and let Elise kind of introduce herself and say who she is, what she does, all that kind of good stuff. So Elise, you want to take it over? Yeah, sure. I mean, hi, I'm Elise. I am a junior haha, at, UC, <laughs> at UC Santa Cruz where I am a double major in history and politics with a classical Ooh. minor classical studies minor my god it's a mouthful <laughs> um I am the current education vice president of my sorority so who to on that and what sorority are you in gamma phi beta it's a panhellenic sorority it's I've, I have a, so much fun with it but it's a lot of work but it's rewarding. Um, I have an undergraduate fellowship position on campus. I am a barista at Starbucks. Um, you know, lots of good stuff. Lots, lots of, of good stuff. stuff. Yes. And we're going to get into a lot of that. So I thought it'd be fun to just kind of talk about how we met for a little bit. And we actually met when I was in college and you were in high school and we worked at the same place. And I was actually your boss for a while. Uh, the entire is, time. The, the entire time. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really curious. Uh, I mean, it's been a couple years since both of us worked there, but I'm curious to know what it was like having me as your boss. I feel like we've never like directly talked about that. 
Well, because whenever I introduced you to people, you never were, you all, whenever I was like, oh, this is my supervisor or like, this is my boss, you were like, don't, don't say that, Elise, don't say that. <laughs> um, it was, honestly, you were the best one because you told me directly what to do and you were nice about it. Like some of the other people. I not, um, we're a little, you tried to get me know me, to get to know me as a person, which I really appreciated. Um, also, I think it helped that we were closer in age than any of the other supervisors. Yeah. So. Yeah. We definitely worked at a place where it was majority like retired women and then like a couple of college students and yeah. Elise. <laughs> and Elise. I was the baby the entire time I worked there. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Totally. I mean, I was like the baby and I was, you know, finishing college. So yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's so nice. I'm glad that it was a good experience. And I mean, we were so lucky because we really worked at a great place with a lot of great people and yeah. made really good friends from it. And, you know, we kind of have like a trio from there with our friend Crystal, who I want to have you and Crystal on sometime at the same time. That'd be a can, oh my God. That would be so fun. When we can get all of our schedules to align, that's like God, a miracle. <laughs> I know. We won't like reminisce too much because I feel like we could talk about for hours, like all the yeah. fun things that we used to do. Um, but we do just have to mention uh, the taco truck. <laughs> God bless that taco <laughs> truck. <laughs> we go an entire podcast episode not talking about the taco truck. Yeah, I miss you. Obviously, I haven't seen you in quite some time because of, you know, 2020. I, yeah, I think the last time I saw you was when you, you and Crystal both came up to surprise me. Yeah. And that was like, so fun. I was like, hold on. I have the picture on Instagram. I know. I can't believe, I bet, I bet it was like a year ago because wasn't it like last winter? Yeah. Cause I was still living on campus at that point. I know. Dude, it's going to make me sad when you tell me. It was last November, November 21st. Oh my God. That's almost a year ago to date. That is insane. I thought I didn't think it was that long ago. I was like, oh, it was probably, like, February. No. Well, if you think about it, like, that would have been, like, literally right before yeah. the pandemic. I, I literally think of everything, like, was it pre-COVID or post-COVID? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, dude, that's wild. So, um, part of what I really wanted to, like, talk about today on this mm-hmm. episode is uh basically what you like you said you go to UC Santa Cruz and I kind of wanted to talk to you about like what it's like going to college during the pandemic and like okay sorority and all that kind of stuff so if you kind of want to just like give us an overview of like what is like a day in the life for you right now like what does that look like a day in the life is so freaking weird um to be quite frank because like I'm taking, because UC Santa Cruz is on the quarter system, I'm only taking three classes, mm-hmm. two of which have pre-recorded lectures um, with sections, live Zoom sections, and then the last one um, is a live Zoom class three days a week, and it's okay. so different than the other two years of my college experience. Like, because the teachers, two of my teachers, and a lot of teachers in general, pre-record lectures and then post them to Canvas, it seems so impersonal and mm-hmm. it seems like I'm losing a lot of my education because yeah. I'm not getting it live. Um, I'm not connecting with the professor and the material in the same way. And if I have questions, I have to go ask my TA, go email my professor, go to his office hours. I can't just like ask in class, which is really weird. 
Yeah, it's so but weird to think about. I'm so incredibly thankful that I don't have to do this. I feel so bad for all the students that are in this position right now. And I feel like it really is taking away from people's education. Obviously, you know, <laughs> there's not a whole lot of options. And so it's really hard, but um, that is crazy. And so it's all, you guys are on the quarter system, but so you moved back to Santa Cruz, but a lot of people aren't, right? That they're still just at home. A lot of, okay, so my school didn't allow a lot of people to move on. They only allowed, they didn't allow hardly any freshmen to move onto campus. It was only freshmen and transfers who had like an immediate need of housing, but -hmm. everyone else was told to stay home. I, because I'm, Santa Cruz only guarantees um, on-campus housing for two years. I had already signed a lease for the, for the academic year. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to move down to Santa Cruz, which really helped my <laughs> academic success. Um, yeah. But a lot of people I know stayed home and, are, mm-hmm. and if they signed a lease for subletting. Um, it's, it's just a really weird dynamic because yeah. half the people I'm in class with, half the people in my sorority aren't in town which makes things a lot harder. Totally. And so, like you said, you are in a sorority and you're on exec board. And I was in a sorority also. I was in ADPI, which is also a national sorority for people listening who don't know, um, which it's such an amazing experience. But a huge part of that experience is like the sisterhood and the bond that you all have and the time you spend together. And you go to meetings each week. And like, if someone has not been around a sorority or wasn't in a sorority themselves, they may not know. Like, it's a huge time commitment and a huge life commitment. And so I'm curious to, I know we've talked a little bit about how it's going over Zoom and things like that, but how, how different is it for you right now? It's so different being in a sorority and being on the executive board of a sorority Mm -hmm. while over Zoom, because like I, um, said to you off camp off zoom not camera um it's all it's all on zoom all my meetings all of my events i'm the education vice president and i have 12 chairs under me and i have a lot of events and things to do but it's having it to be on zoom is a lot is really hard because a lot of sisters like just won't show up or will forget and i have sisters in different time zones in different countries who are struggling to come and and it really puts a strain on the sisterhood because we are not physically there together bonding and because Mm -hmm. it's all on zoom i can't do we we as a chapter can't do a lot of the events that we normally have planned because of covid guidelines so on that note like for us you know there's a certain number of things that you had to attend and you had to have Mm -hmm. a certain number of community hours and you had to do all these things what are what are you guys doing for that right now? Is it kind of just a free for all? <laughs> um, I wouldn't say it's a free for all, um, but yeah, we have a very similar. We call it a, it's a point system. Yeah, that's so. What we're e- to. Yeah, so each event that we normally have is a certain amount of points, and you need a certain amount of points by the end of the quarter, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't really have that, so basically, you have to attend all of the meetings, which is basically the only thing we're doing right now. And then Big Little Week, which is happening right now, and I'm very stressed, but. Um. <laughs> I mean, you can you can talk about it because this isn't going to be up until long after you um, do your reveal. So okay, this okay is- yeah. So my, I picked up twins very last minute because, so 
as education vice president, I helped create the matching list. Uh huh. Like, was the one who like put all the littles and bigs together. Yeah, yeah, so exciting. And it just kind of happened that I got two. Um, and it's all on Instagram because uh, we can't do in person. Mm-hmm. Um, events and clues and gifts and whatnots, which has mm-hmm. been really, really it's interesting a, to navigate. The change, yeah. Um, yeah. And then um, we're having all the bigs make a reveal TikTok, and I'm currently oh my gosh, making mine. That's so cute. Yeah, I'll have to send it to you when I'm yes, when I'm done with it. Um, I can wait to see. <laughs> also, just like I want to go back real quick because I think mm-hmm. uh, sometimes you know you and I know exactly what we're talking about, and so does yeah. the sorority, but. If, like I said before, if you're unfamiliar with the, like, sorority fraternity world, a big and a little is basically an, an older girl in the chapter, or same thing for frats, but I'm, we're talking specifically about sororities, but an older girl in the chapter basically chooses a new member to, um, it's, I'm simplifying it, it's a lot more complicated than this, but <laughs> the general thing is, like, they have a new member that they help guide through um sporty life and college life and it's basically like a big sister a little sister uh relationship and a lot of people become really really good friends with their littles or bigs and um you have like a whole lineage where it's like little big grand big great grand big and it's super fun and it's just like a little family and um I'm super good friends with both my um little and my grand big and my big's great too and so it's really fun because it's just like people that you automatically like have something in common with and a bond with and it just you know, for the most part, really works out well for people to have that connection. Yeah, um, I live with my big, I'm super okay. close to my grand big, yeah. like, for the TikTok, I'm getting, like, my whole lineage to do oh, it, so, so it's, fun. like, my great, great grand big is hopefully gonna be in it, we'll oh, see. That's um, so cute. Yeah, but, so I'm doing that right now, when, and, like I said, because I'm edu- I had to be the one to like transition it all to be online and over uh-huh. Instagram and social media and whatnot. Um, like we're doing a Zoom call tomorrow. Tomorrow's reveal. Um, Are you so excited? I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so and then excited. this, I don't. You can't really. I, this is all stained from staining a crate. Oh my gosh. The day. Oh. I had green paint on my hand because it was my big's 21st birthday this week, so I was making her paddle. Oh, so fun. Yeah, so lots of crafting, but it's been really... Oh my gosh, 21st birthday, that was <laughs> so long ago for me. I feel like such an old woman, especially <laughs> these days. It's insane. I turned 25 next month. I turned 21 in four months, five months. You're making me feel so old. <laughs> yeah, but it's been... Because everything is over Zoom, we're only really doing um, meetings every week, um, and that alternates between, like, chapter business meeting, which we have to be in, like, business casual, and it's, like, serious voting, whatnot, and, like, more informal meetings where, um, basically, it's what I run the entire meeting. Like, I have a sisterhood event, I have a, we call it PACE, uh, personal and chapter advancement. No, wait, what's it called? Personal and chapter enrichment, that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and we had, we had one on, like, um, then I'm doing a professional, like, development workshop. Oh, very cool. So it's things like that, um, yeah. which are really fun, but it's not as fun when the entire chapter, half the chapter shows up and they don't have their video on. Like, it's very, uh-huh. it yeah. seems very, like, removed totally. from everything. Like, almost, there's seven people on my executive board, um, and six of them are in Santa Cruz, and I have seen them all like once since moving back down here um so 
yeah, it's just yeah. been rough. I know. I'm so sorry that this is a situation because it's, it's not the same as, you know, as much as you can do all the things to make it as best as possible, it's still not the same experience. And yeah. I really feel for everybody having to go through this as a student at any age group, whether it's, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school, college, like I really just feel so bad for everybody and not getting to have those like real true college experiences. And I mean, I can't imagine like spending college was such a formative time in my life. And I just really truly feel for those people because I feel so bad. Like I loved my college experience, like the good, the bad, the ugly and everything in between. And so I just think that it's like, you know, really unfortunate, obviously, that the world is at the state that it's at. But <clears throat> on, you know, a happier um, note. <laughs> I would actually like to go back a little bit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay so I will say, yes, Zoom sorority has sucked. And, but uh, we did have like a more positive-ish outcome. Oh, so good. we had to do our primary Panhellenic fall recruitment where we recruit new girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the beginning of the quarter. And it actually turned out really, really well. Oh, I was expecting like not very many girls to sign up for recruitment. And I was yeah. like praying for a new member class of 20. And I mm-hmm. expected only to get 10. I ended up getting 30 girls. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And what I really love about doing it, doing it over Zoom is that all the girls that went through recruitment, even if they didn't go to my sorority or they didn't Mm -hmm. finish or whatever, is that they were all doing it for like the quote unquote right reasons. They were all doing it for leadership positions. They were doing it for a connection in a sisterhood. Mm -hmm. They were doing it for academic help, which we get girls every year for that, who go for that reason anyways. I went Mm -hmm. through for that reason. But a lot of people who go through recruitment also go for, like, the social scene, which is valid because we don't have a social scene right now because it's COVID. All of the girls seem are really genuine and want to make themselves better. And I had, um, and they want to make the chapter better and they want to grow a lot, which was really, really exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, that is very cool. And I can definitely see how that ended up happening because you don't have the option to do all the mixers with the frats and you don't get to do all those other things that are associated with sororities, which I think also gives sororities a a bad name sometimes, but (laughs) you know, um, that's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that you guys have great new members and I'm really excited for your reveal tomorrow and for all that good stuff. I can't wait to see it. So I'm curious, since experiencing all this, like, online and with COVID and with um, school and everything kind of being not exactly what anybody expected, um, how has it, like, changed your perspective on school or your future or your goals? Has it shifted or changed or is it still on track to do exactly what you wanted to do? Oh, that's a good question. I know, it's a big question. <laughs> um, also, um, I feel like maybe do you want to just give people a brief, like, description of what you think you might want to do? Because that would be a good place to start. <laughs> that sounds so pretentious. Um, so, yeah, like I, I said, a history major, too. I Full send. <laughs> Go for it, girl. <laughs> so, like I said earlier, I'm a history and politics double major classical studies minor. Um, specifically for history, I am in on the intensive track, which means I take more classes and I have to take a year of a language, which I chose as Latin. Don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am in a group in the Mediterranean concentration. 
Um, originally, I was a history major and politics and classical studies double minor. Um, and I was like talking to my mom over quarantine because I had to move home. Um, I was like, oh, maybe I should like make my classical minor a major because it's only like former classes, yada, yada, yada. And she's like, Elise, that's dumb. That doesn't have to do with anything you want to do in your life. You should switch to a class, to a politics major. And I was like, okay. So I just created like way more work for myself, basically. Totally. Totally. Um, and, um, there. so there's that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I am planning on after I graduate to take a year off and um, during that year apply to graduate school. Um, I'm hoping to get my master's in international relations um, and then after grad school work as a foreign service officer for the state department. That could change between now and then but that's the goal and that's the dream. Um, I'm taking a year off mostly because I just don't want to apply to grad school while I'm taking finals in my senior year. So (laughs) it's understandable. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. And I and I can personally vouch that this has been what you've wanted for years. And it's what mm-hmm. you've talked about forever. And I just want to say I'm so proud of you for how far you've come and getting to oh, see the you. whole process of just like you applying to schools and you getting into schools and you going. Yeah, you were like there for it all. For it all. And so it's so exciting to get to see you be at a point where you're like already ready to like take your next steps and thinking about truly your future and it's like a proud mama over here but (laughs) uh, I'm so proud of you and I know that you're gonna do everything that you want to do and I think that's amazing and so I am just really excited for you. (laughs) You're like we cry Sarah. (laughs) That was my goal I was like hey come on my podcast so I can make you cry in front of all these people. But, um, no, I just love you, and I'm excited for you, so. Thank you. I, love I think you. that's fantastic, and you are obviously a very driven person. You don't do all these things if you're not, and yeah, you, um, you know, have had to kind of make choices to make sure that you were staying right on track and um, to do all those things, and I'm curious to talk about, like, how how has that affected like other aspects of your life like relationship wise or dating things like that um you know at the end of the day this is a dating and relationship podcast um Um, so we have to we have to pose the question at least (laughs) um you know being driven in school and you know my leadership positions and whatnot has not really affected my relationships romantic relationships because I have none and I've never had any so (laughs) there's that yeah and I actually would love to talk about that because most of the time my uh, other people that I interviewed you know it's like so the opposite um Mm -hmm. I would love to um get kind of like this perspective so like we said you're a junior in college and you've like Mm -hmm. never been in a serious relationship never really had a boyfriend um never been on a date so on a date and (laughs) i'm really outing myself (laughs) no you're like the biggest catch in the world so whoever ends up getting to be with you is literally going to be the luckiest guy alive so um and you're freaking gorgeous i just you know they can't thank you so um, you should post a picture of me one of the good ones i'm going to on I will definitely put a picture up of you when the episode airs and everything. And at the end, if you want to 
share your socials and stuff, we can put that up for you also. But, um, yeah, so you're like the whole complete package. Like you are driven and talented and smart and beautiful and kind and everything. And so I really want, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, so I like really want to talk about kind of your thoughts on relationships and love and college relationships and, um, really get into that because you know that like obviously I've been in a very serious relationship and um granted like when that ended you were a lot younger and I'm curious if your thoughts on it have changed because at the time I just remember you being like Sarah I just like don't really understand why you're so sad like why don't you just get over it and I was like (laughs) it also didn't help that I never met the guy you literally broke up with him like um or like you guys broke up like a month before I joined Beverly's so yeah so you never saw like all the flowers being delivered in the amazing relationships and like everyone else knew him really well because he was a huge part of that um and so you were just like I don't understand why like everyone's so upset about this because it wasn't just me it was like the whole store was like so heartbroken over (laughs) <laughs> like that was all y'all would talk about for like the first like three months I was working there um yeah my breakup really re- monopolized the break room for <laughs> and then it was crystal and her drama oh yeah oh yeah no the gossip mill never ended um it wasn't even a gossip mill it was just like all of us like yeah being, like, this is so crazy but so I'm curious although you've still never been in a serious relationship or anything like that um, how your thoughts on relationships have changed or if they've changed. Um, I just want to talk to you about that. Um, I don't think that for the majority of my thoughts on relationships have changed. (laughs) Um, I, I guess just because maybe because I've never been into a serious relationship or any kind of relationship, I just, I understand why people put emphasis on it, even if it's like a, oh, for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. I guess I just, I don't see myself ever doing that. That may completely change. Oh, honey, you have never been in love. (laughs) You are going to call me one day and be like, yeah, I get it. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think, you know, college relationships are important, and I know great couples who have been together forever and are probably going to be together forever, Yeah, Um, and I think they're all valid. I just, I guess I don't understand in general, whether it's in college or in high school or after, the, why people, some people go so crazy about finding a relationship oh no I second and like that. yeah I and I like in high school I remember certain girls even in college certain g- girls and guys getting a relationship every every a week after the last one ended oh, yeah. and never being single mm-hmm. and I just never understood why they did that I think that being single is one of the most important parts of being in a relationship and I know that doesn't yeah. really make sense but I think that being single and being single after a relationship or before your next relationship is the most important part before your next relationship because you have to be okay as you and you have to be a whole person before you can be with someone else and have a happy, healthy, successful relationship. Because if you're showing up as like a half, a broken half of somebody and then the other person showing up as a broken half of somebody, like you together does not make a whole. It just makes two broken people who are trying to make it work. And 
without showing up as your like best self and you don't have no one's perfect like you don't yeah. have to be perfect but I think that you have to like do the work to like put yourself in a place where you're like able to like love somebody as the best person of yourself because otherwise what are you doing like I yeah. just don't think that it leads to and obviously there's exceptions to every rule like that's not like a you know 100% for everybody yeah. um but I think that you know that's really important and I think also like for you like your career is number one on your list like that's most important always has been for other people like being a mom and having a family is the most important thing in their world and so I think sometimes it's hard for people to understand necessarily like why that's so important and I think that there's like a difference of like you know genuinely falling in love with someone being happy being in a relationship and wanting to start a family as opposed to somebody who just like always like doesn't know how to be alone and I think that not knowing how to be alone is one of the worst things you could ever do for yourself like after my breakup I was heartbroken but I've been single since and that was like three years ago and it's the best thing that I've ever done for myself like I know exactly what I want out of a relationship and love and life and I have like figured out what I want out of life on my own and who I am and I think that that is so important like so 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 important and you're just gonna have the advantage of like showing up to a relationship already knowing who you are and what you want and like that's gonna be amazing yeah um going back to like regarding when I met you and where you were because I think, um, I guess, I think a lot of it was, like, I was still in high school, and I, and I didn't understand, like, oh, why are you getting so upset over a boy that you, in my brain, like, you knew it was going to end anyways, like, at that time, I was, like, all high school and college relationships are probably going to end. I don't know why people are getting so upset about it. Grant, I, I don't think that anymore. I just want you to say that. Um, Yeah. But I, well, because also I was a senior in college and you were a senior in high school. And that's a, you know, like I said, college was a very formative experience. And I think that, you know, like for me, I thought that that was the rest of my life. And for you, you never knew him. You never had like a personal connection to that relationship. Yeah. You also like didn't know me as a person when you first met me. Um, You just like saw me being sad. Saw you crying literally in the middle of the store. Um, and, but like, for me, that was like, because my entire world had just changed. Like I went from like thinking I was going to marry this guy after I graduated to like having to readjust my whole life plan because he was in the military and, um, I actually did an entire solo episode, like just by myself. Yeah. I saw the post. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like just about like Mm -hmm. being in a relationship with someone in the military and stuff. And, um, a good one you should give it a listen when it comes out of course I'm gonna listen Um, every single episode you're the best (laughs) but yeah so I just really wanted to like ask you about how your thoughts on that have changed or if they had changed and um also like going in like what do you think that your first relationship is going to be like like when I mean I can I curse Oh, yeah, this is, like, an experience. Okay, I don't fucking know what my first relationship's gonna be like. I don't even know if it's gonna happen while I'm in college with COVID and everything. I See, that's the thing. Like, I literally went into this year, as so many others did, being like, I'm gonna get out and casually date this year. I'm gonna meet people. I'm gonna see what's out there again. Yep, yep. And then March, bam. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's wild. So, like, you've never been on a proper date. No. 
Yeah. I've offered to take you. You've turned me down. Um, it's just not the same. It's not the same. Granted, you know, if that's what you're into, that's fantastic. I 100% support. But <laughs> when you're not into it, it really is just not not the same experience. Not the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm so excited for you to, like, actually have that opportunity to do those things. And it's just amazing because, like, I know you're never going to settle or for be with someone who's not good enough for you and I just love that for you so (laughs) yeah but the problem is like I was talking to my big and my roommate about this earlier like my standards are too high even like for me to get in there and like start dating because I'm like my my big was like oh at least you just need to like forget all that and just go on like one date so you get to feel for it and then you can like build up your expectations but I have this like list things I want and don't want and I'm like yeah I don't yeah anyways see the thing is like you've never been in a relationship so things that you think that you might want might end up to be something that you genuinely do not care about or something that you thought you didn't care about at all might become something super important to you and that's why it's so important to just like go out there and see what's out there and have the experience like every date you go on is not going to be amazing and life-altering you're going to go on so many mind-numbingly boring dates and be like why do people do this and then everyone else goes on mind-numbingly boring dates and thinks why does anybody do this and then you go on one that's like oh wow that person was amazing this is why we do this like getting to talk to them for hours and close this place down and getting to just like sit here and really genuinely get to know somebody was so cool and it totally dating is such a weird thing especially these days with like dating apps and with a pandemic and with you know it being so hard to like meet people in person it's so challenging and so dating is like such a weird concept right now yeah um I've tried the dating apps before like I had tinder when I was a freshman in college and it gave me really bad anxiety so I deleted it also my mom saw so like had to delete that anyways um and then I got hinge about a year ago now oh oh oh, no it was February I got I went to a party with oh and I came back and at 2 a.m my roommate and I uh, made hinge profiles Mm -hmm. um I still have it I was completely sober by the way (laughs) which makes it so much funnier Um, also uh, I I just thought of something else we need to talk about after but I want to keep talking about this for a minute okay and and I I have it still it's been god how many months um I haven't deleted it but I've only gone on it like a handful of times um and every time I do it's always because I'm like ha ha friend and I let's go through my hinge profile ha 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 um I can't I can't do you want me to show you it real quick I would love that um have you ever used bumble no, okay, okay, so then I, mm, I hear it's really good, and I know you really like it, and I have friends who really like it, but it, on Bumble, you have, the, the mm-hmm. woman has to say something first, mm-hmm. and that really mm, triggers my social anxiety, so I can't do that. Yeah, see, I love that, because then I'm like, I don't have to talk to anyone I don't want to talk to. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, so Hinge is like this, like, part where you can only go through the guys, you can go through only the guys that liked you. And uh-huh. so that's all I do, because I know it's going to be a match. And they're just, like, 90% of them are just, like, like photo, like photo, like photo, because you can, like, comment on people's photos and, like, respond yeah. to their prompts. Yeah. And, like, I just don't even include the people who just, like, like photo. Like, I only th- look at the people who, like, say something, and 90% of those people only say, like, oh, my God, you're so hot. Ugh. And then I'm like, go away. So, 
Yeah. So dating's going well. Is what dating's going so well. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, if it makes you feel better, one of the prompts that I'm I'm looking at mine right now. One of the prompts says like I get along best with people who, and I said are compassionate, curious, and creative. And somebody rep- responded to it saying, "Um, hello, we're not executive like applying for executive positions. Like you sound." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny my bad bro like you could have swiped left if you felt too intimidated by my answer so dating's going just about as well for me as it is for you (laughs) but I'm trying to you know be better at a bare minimum do some research for the podcast so I can talk about it yeah Um, but it's like I kind of briefly dated one guy like at the beginning of quarantine and you did Yes, but like date. I say like like casually dated, not like okay. this is my boyfriend. Okay, that that uh, <laughs> someone like being my boyfriend gives me so much anxiety. Like thinking about the fact that like I'll have to do that again. Oh God. Um, <laughs> but we like I met him on Hinge, and he um went to UC Berkeley and worked at UCS. I don't know if I should like share all this information. Basically, you can edit it like, out. <laughs> he uh w- he did like diabetes research but he actually got a job with the cdc and moved across the country oh, so, rip. so that's sad because he was actually like really sweet but what is with you and like uber successful like stem guys because remember I... that, that that one guy who's like getting his phd in math or whatever oh yeah he just moved to arizona to finish his or to like start his he finished his master's program and he uh, is starting his PhD program so he moved to Arizona like two months ago yeah I'm really attracted to like smart successful people <laughs> that's that's you know that's the thing to be attracted to it's just it, kind of funny <laughs> it is so well it's it's funny until they all leave to pursue their careers <laughs> yeah you had to get a local one I know I need one to who moves here to pursue their careers exactly exactly um but the other guy was great, like, so nice, and it was really good for me to just, like, realize that there were still nice guys out there, and that yeah. um, exists, and he was great, and we both, like, talked about it, and we were, like, you know, we really, we, like, met up one night, and um, it was so sweet, because, like, he, like, would get tested before he would, like, come see me, and um, the first few times, like, we just, like, went on socially distanced walks around the neighborhood. <laughs> like, cute! It was so cute. Like, he was really, really oh. genuinely just, like, so sweet. And um, I might add very hot, but... <laughs> of course, of course. Okay, I wanted to get back to a couple more questions about yes. love and relationships, and then I will let you be done with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you, like what does love mean to you? Like, what is your, like, idealization of love? Um, I guess to me, love means having a partner who fully supports me in my dreams Mm -hmm. and in turn knows that I will be fully supportive of them and their dreams who looks at all my craziness um because people listening um I sound really professional and put together I'm actually insane (laughs) um in the best way in the best way um we like to call it um quirky quirky 
quirky. Um, me yeah. too. Who I'm, isn't, yeah. Yeah, who, we're friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, who d- is not intimidated by me and my endeavors mm-hmm. because I know I've heard that I could be quite intimidating between the very loud, boisterous personality um, and independent nature. And I know that in general, guys seem very intimidated by successful women. I speak three languages. I um, am applying to a master's program. I'm going to, you know, be a badass bitch. Um, Yeah, you are. Full send. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I, for the life of me, first of all, if a guy is intimidated by that, they're a boy, not a man. So, like, they don't even... Yeah, good point, good point. ...to begin with. And Mm -hmm. second of all, why would they not just be, like, so proud and so, like, that's my girl. Like, <laughs> my my yeah. girlfriend, my wife, my fiance is, like, so cool and has done all these amazing things. And also, like, in relationships, when you have your, like, own independent things, you always have something to talk about because something new and exciting is always happening in your life or their life. And otherwise, like, if you do everything together or if you don't have a lot going on, like, you're gonna get like what are you gonna talk about for the rest of yeah you know? um I'm in Aries so like I need some spice in my life in every relationship I have a lot of the guys I've been attracted to in the past have been people I can like have an intelligent conversation with and like discuss slash banter about like this is gonna sound really weird but like um you know whether Ovid is a good like representation of like Roman classics and um who 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 is the arguably best uh, emperor of Rome before you know? And I am you know what I mean. I do, and but like yeah, yeah. And I'm a Sagittarius, but okay. Part of which I feel like I would actually would love to discuss. I feel like you're very much an Aries. I don't know a ton about um, like zodiac signs, but I feel like a lot of do you have co-star. I don't get it. I don't have yeah, to get it. <laughs> but. I mean, I know, like, for me specifically, like, when I read things about Sagittarius, I'm just like, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. It literally yeah. says, like, Sagittarius is the most traveled sign. Like, they they love, you know, experiencing new things and traveling new places, and they're the most adventurous of all the signs, and they're really independent and all these things. And I'm just like, yeah, no, that's me to a T. Like, everything that I read about it, I'm like... I don't know yeah. if you're my thing, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, I was like, I'm not an Aries because Aries are like typically very um, loud, confident, sometimes hot-headed, and a lot of, a word used a lot is aggressive, and I was like, I'm not aggressive. Like, I, that's not me at all, yada, 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 until a friend when I was in high school was like, Elise, you are aggressive, you're just not violent, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. And I feel like it's like aggressive is never a word I would use to describe you, but I feel like in the like realm of like words, it's because I think because like you have like a more outgoing personality and like once you yeah. get to know you, like you're very like loud and like, oh my God, like that kind of thing. Like I feel like sometimes that can be like I'm putting aggressive in quotes because it's never like violent aggressive, no. like you were saying. Like it's just yeah. like you feel passionately about things and yeah I totally see that in like that sense 
but that's so funny. Yeah, I totally just like this year probably um, have gotten into like reading about that kind of stuff. And my grand big actually is the one who is like, send me your birth chart. Let me do your blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what that is, but I do now. I do now. Okay. Get CoStar <laughs> and we can be friends on CoStar and we can see our compa- compatibility based on our sleep. Okay. I feel like you have like, for somebody who has never been in a serious relationship, I feel like you have the best outlook on love and what it, what a healthy relationship is supposed to be like. Yes. Because I think I benefited from having a healthy relationship to look on, like at my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. um, I, friends who knew what the difference was. So like mm-hmm. that definitely helped. Yeah, no, it totally does. And that's so important because I feel like that's also like where love can get a bad rap is like, oh, like I love him so much, blah, blah, blah. But like, that's not love. Like (laughs) sometimes, you know, in people in those relationships, like it's codependency, it's not love. And that's a whole different thing. Okay. So I also just wanted to touch on, um, what advice you would give your younger self. And this has nothing to do, it doesn't have to do (sighs) anything with love, just like as a whole, um, what would you tell yourself five years ago? Five years ago? Or, or your little younger self at whatever age, but what advice would you give to you as a younger you? <laughs> um, stick to what you're passionate about because there was a boost yeah. in high school where I was like, I really like learning about um, the stars. Mm-hmm. And I thought was like, oh, I'm not, oh, I'm going to go into astronomy, be a scientist, you know, be a woman in STEM. And I realized um, when I was a sophomore in high school, it was like from like halfway through freshman year to about midway through sophomore year, I was like, ah, that's what I'm going to do in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I realized that I wasn't actually passionate about astronomy. I was passionate about the stories behind the stars in a historical sense. Mm -hmm. And then I actually was looking at the UC Davis major website to see if they had astronomy. and I saw classical civilizations as an option. And then I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. I really should have just like, why spend, why did I spend a year of my energy looking into that when I knew like that wasn't what I was passionate about at all. Mm-hmm. And like when I was in seventh grade, I toured um, UC Berkeley with um, my seventh grade English class. And when some, one of the tour guide asked me like what I wanted to study, what I wanted to do, I said ancient history. Like, why didn't I just listen to myself? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then also, like, I would tell myself that no one's judging you. I, my yeah. entire life, have suffered with imposter syndrome in every aspect, academics, social life, professional, and I just realized, I, I still do ha- have to deal with it, mm-hmm. but I really would love to tell myself in middle school, in high school, even younger, that, like, no one cares like what you what you're doing no one cares what you look like like just do whatever the hell you want to do yeah like you care so much more about where you like people are so in their own worlds like at the end of the day they're not thinking about like you know Elise did this or Sarah did that or like you know I mean unless you're an awful person then they're probably thinking that but that's far from far from the case with you um, I think that's great. I like that. Um, and I so wish that too, because I mean, uh, for me, like, you know, I studied history in college and I do love history, but I never felt like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. But I also felt like 
So I actually don't know if you know this about me, but before I went to college, I really, really, really debated going to film school over like an academic oh. four-year college. And um, I don't think I've ever like shared this publicly before about this, but I very often think like I wish I went to film school instead of... And I struggle saying that because, like, like I said, those four years were, like, so incredibly important to me in so many aspects, and I really, like, cherish that time. So I think that, you know, that's what I was meant to do because it made me who I am now. But at the same time, like, if I'm speaking strictly academically, like, I am not doing anything with history. I don't want to necessarily, like, I love it and I'm passionate about it, but I also, like, at my core, like, I feel like I identify myself as being a creative person. Like, everything that I want to do with my life, everything that's in my life, like, writing a poetry book, doing photography, um, like, doing even, like, this podcast. Like, I feel like everything about my life that, like, I really resonate with is, like, being a creative person. I think that's where, like, you and I are very similar, but also very different, because Mm -hmm. I'm also, like, hugely creative, and Mm -hmm. I I craft all the time, I like to write, I like to do all these other things, but at the end of the day, I want to go into academia, and, like, I want to do something professionally with my history and politics theory, whether that's working with the government and looking at political theories or like Mm -hmm. doing archival research like that's what I want to do and so I think it's kind of funny how we have like the same path but very different outcomes totally and when I was at I would say a little younger than you but like Mm -hmm. starting college I thought like my mom really pushed for me to go to film school she was like college like four-year academic college will always be there right now film school is 100% an option for you like you should pursue what you're passionate about and college is always I don't want to say a fallback because I think education is super important, Yeah. but college basically will always be there. Like you can always do that. And at the time I had a really great opportunity that I didn't take for film school. And, um, I had, at the time I was doing a bunch of acting and modeling stuff and I had gotten offered to like sign with an agency and move to LA for a year and like do all this like really, really cool stuff that I turned down to go to college because I said, at the end of the day, I want to have an academic degree but like now I'm like I wish I would have pursued the things that I was truly truly passionate about because at the end of the day like I could have gone back to college I could have done all those things and like I missed out on opportunities that could have been really cool but at the same time like those four years were super formative but now like I want to pursue something creative like I'm doing a lot of freelance photography right now and I absolutely love it and like I'm getting into the wedding scene like I was telling you and like shooting weddings and couples and I truly just like love that like I feel so good doing that and it's super interesting because like we both feel super passionately about education and about even the same things in education but our end goal is so different and so I feel like it's so interesting because like for me I always thought like when I I was a political science minor. At the end of the day, like I realized, and it took me my entire four and a half years to realize that that wasn't what I wanted to do. And now I'm like, okay, like figuring out this whole other, other thing. So pursue what you're passionate about. (laughs) Yes. I have wanted to go into international relations and um, foreign service since I was literally eight years old. Yeah. Um, when I was eight years old, uh, Obama became president. 
mm-hmm. the first time. Oh my and god, he, we're so young. I know. And he appointed um, as his um, Secretary of State uh, Hillary Clinton. And my mm-hmm. family, and the, and of course me, were watching the election very closely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everyone was at that point. Yeah, yeah. And I knew who she was, and I was like, "Mom, what is Secretary of State?" And she was like, "Well, mm-hmm. this is what it is." And she explained it all to me. I was like, "That's what I want to do." Yeah. Literally eight years old, I was like, "That's what I want to do," and I still well, really want to do that. Yeah, and that's fantastic. And like, more power to you. Honestly, I think that that's amazing. I think more women should be in politics. If I thought that I could be happy in my life doing that, I would 100% pursue it because I think that women need to be in politics more. I think that women deserve to be in politics more. And I think that um, that's super, super important. And I'm so happy that you're going to do that because in 10 years, you're going to be calling me saying like, I freaking did it. Like all the things that you want to do, you're going to do. And I'm so excited for you. And I think that's amazing. And I also think that it's like so great that women have these opportunities now. And it's not just like an eight-year-old's dream. It can like actually be a reality and you can go through all the steps to get to where you want to go and like put in the work to get there. And I think that that's amazing. Obviously there's so much work that still needs to be done, but that's why it's so necessary to have people like you doing those things. So I'm just excited for you. I'm proud of you. you, like I've said, but yeah, I think that's amazing. And that was a really, really long answer to... Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Not just on your part, on my part too, of um, advice you would give to your younger self. Is there anything else that like you would want to talk about or like bring up or any questions that you have for me? Yes. I want to say something might be a little controversial. <laughs> okay. But I'm going to say something. It doesn't have to do with love. Sorry. I know this is a dating podcast, but, um, oh, no, 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 that's totally, <laughs> it's, like, dating and relationships, and relationships in all aspects of your life, yeah. so, I fully believe we need more women in STEM, do not get me wrong, I think that mm-hmm. is incredibly important, that it is a male-dominated field, and that women mm-hmm. who go into STEM are badass bitches who are gonna, like, change the world, mm-hmm. however, I think in a lot of school systems, mine included, and a lot of organizations. I'm thinking of Girl Scouts. I was in Girl Scouts my entire mm-hmm. life, and I'm still involved. Yeah. A lot of, put an incredible amount of emphasis about getting women into STEM, that they don't push other careers, mm-hmm. specifically history, politics, um, art, um, ethnic studies, all these mm-hmm. other things that are also incredibly important and also very, a lot of the times, male-dominated. Guys, am I the luckiest or what that I have the coolest friends? But anyways, thank you so much again to Elise for coming on this week's episode of Regardless of Reputation. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, whatever application you are listening to podcasts on. Uh, Regardless of Reputation is available across the board. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, tons of other places. So don't forget to um subscribe or follow whatever it asks you to do on that platform. It is greatly appreciated. And I just wanted to have a quick couple notes at the end of this episode. I wanted to say, don't forget what we talked about. Elise and I really feel passionately about everybody following their dreams and their passions. And 
if you love something enough, it will lead you to the place that you're meant to be in life. And um, don't be afraid that it's a different path than your parents might think that you should take or your grandparents or even a younger you thought that you should take because uh, whatever you're passionate about, if you love it enough, it will lead you where you're meant to be. So pursue that and find how you can do it as a career if you want to. And I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We will be back next week, Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. for another episode. And I'm so excited to chat with you guys then. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it is at regardless of reputation. We do a lot of fun stuff over there. And if you want to be involved with some of the planning of the episodes and things like that, don't forget to follow me. And then also, uh, I have an email. It's regardless of reputation at gmail.com. If you ever want to send in stories for me to read or advice to get, um, like questions to get advice on, or you just want to like send in an email to me, I would love to read those. So yeah, um, don't forget to do both those things and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much and I will see you soon. Bye.